Hello guys, how are we doing? I got Danny on the line now in Toronto Pearson International Airport trying to buy a drink at the duty free at 8 in the morning. Hey Daniel, how are we doing, mate? <laughs> <laughs> well, what up, brother? I'm pretty good. I'm uh, a little tired, had a shitty sleep, but it's good. I'm in Toronto, actually. I made it. Even though I had a, a day delay because the flight from Mexico City got cancelled. Yesterday we flew to Toronto, arrived here. It's quite empty. There's a few people now in the morning because there's a flight leaving from Mexico City. But yesterday upon arrival, nobody, man. This was dead. Before you continue, I'd like to ask you two questions. Do you get any compensation for your flight being cancelled while you were in Mexico City? So... Since I've had a lot of time in the past two days, I've gone on the website of the Ministry of Transportation of Canada. In theory, if your flight starts or departs in the European Union, you're entitled to compensation automatically. That's really cool. 600 euros or something, correct? 600 euros, yeah. And for Canada, what applies is if your flight is cancelled, it's in the airline's control. So if they cancel it because they want to, then they have to compensate you. But if they cancel it because of reasons that are out of their control, out of their hands, then they're not forced to compensate you. Yeah, but they're probably playing a bloody game right now saying, oh, this is COVID-19. But the only reason you were not allowed to fly is we'll only have two people on that plane. I was going to cost the airline more to fly two planes that day and the next day as you did today than flying the five people on one plane. So to me, that's the airline. What happened to us is actually that we missed yesterday's flight to Frankfurt because we arrived with a later machine from Mexico City. So for me, that applies for compensation and for a hotel and so on. But we were not allowed into Canada, actually. Like we arrived, and there was this guy at the gate waiting for me. He said, are you Daniel Piera? Well, they said it in the airplane that I should present myself to that guy. Let's start. And this guy escorted me and other four people. And they told us, here, guys, this is your boarding pass for Frankfurt. You are not allowed into the country. So you're going to have to stay in the transit area. <laughs> now comes the shitty part. This guy told us, but I was told Air Canada will provide you with some mattresses and pillows and some food and drinks. I was like, oh, okay. Well, kind of a compensation. And then we went through the security. And they were like, yeah, you're on your own, guys. And everybody disappeared. We were literally all alone in this fucking terminal. Well, mate, you need to consider yourself a lucky man, to be honest. Because last time I came into an airport across a border, it's like, oh, we're looking for Mr. Shumile, Shumile, Shumile. It's like, that's me. Instead of telling, oh, he's a boarding pass, wait. They just tore me around and kicked me in the ass and kicked me out of the country. First. Second. At least you didn't get mattresses. Well, you know, sleeping with fucking foil, bloody blankets, mate. So it's not that they rescue you in the middle of the forest and, you know, the foil blanket to keep you warm. Or a person that Donald Trump would kick out of the country, like kids or whatever he does. So <laughs> consider yourself lucky, mate. The Canadians are nice. And they even allowed you to use the Canadian internet to Google how to fuck over Canadian airlines in case of this. <laughs> so that, that's yeah. very nice from the Canadians. I mean, yesterday I did write an email, a quite long email. 
according to paragraph so and so, we're entitled to this and that and blah blah blah. Do you write the email in French or in English? In English. Because I'm pretty sure if you write in French, oh mate, that's why you did wrong. I think if you write in French, they take you more seriously. Yeah, I know, I know, I know, but I didn't feel that comfortable writing a kind of formal email in French. I mean, they speak it, but. Yeah, but exactly. Since when have the French been polite? <laughs> so if you come and, and be like, tabarnak, <laughs> at the end of the day, this email is going to be read in the capital of Canada, which is Quebec. So they'll take you more seriously. <laughs> In the, in the capital of Canada, Quebec. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's not, it's not Quebec, really. What's the capital of Canada, my friend? I would say Ottawa. And Ottawa is in Ontario? I don't know. But it's to next to Quebec. Oh, you, yeah. you, you're, in Ontario, you're in Toronto, that's Ontario province. Yeah. Quebec is to the right. Actual legal age of drinking in Ontario. If I'm not mistaken, they'll be 18. Because it goes, in British Columbia is 19, then the province next to it, Alberta, is 18, then Saskatchewan, which is right to that one, is 19, then Ontario is 18, and then Quebec is 19, where you can buy beers at the 7-Eleven in Quebec. Anyhow, what I say might be a bit wrong, but if you just write it in French, they'll take more respect for you, mate. Yeah, I will. I did it in English. But what I have to say, this was really cool. There was this security guy that walked around at night. He, well, he wasn't like a, like these officers with a cap and a uniform. He was more of the office type of guy. Um, he was Polish, actually, but he's been living in Canada forever. Could you describe it a bit more? Like his weight, was he on a Segway? Was he wearing a tie? <laughs> he was wearing a type of polo shirt, some jeans. Was the polo shirt a smaller size than he required? No, 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 no. He oh. was actually properly dressed. Okay. He did not go around on a Segway. He was walking. Good. He looked very Polish. I'd say about a meter 80 of height, about 75 to 80 kilograms. White skin, a little bold. Well, from what part of the head? Because, you know, you can get a uh, ball like a vampire from the forehead or the Jewish hat. No, he had some serious uh, entradas. Yeah, yeah, so like a vampire, not like a Jewish guy wearing a jamaica. That the jamaica is actually not here. He was more like a vampire, exactly. Yeah, anyways, I talked to this guy. I was like, hey, man, can you help us somehow? Because Air Canada basically just abandoned us here, literally. So he called the woman in charge of the Terminal 1. For the night shift lovely martina she was so nice she came down after a while and said hey guys i'm sorry i couldn't find anybody from my canada but the pearson international administration will provide you with food and a little water just let me know if you have any allergies and we said no anything you don't like we said no why didn't you say you're a vegan and a cyclist <laughs> I didn't say that because I just wanted anything to eat, man. So I just figured, you know what, Martina, thank you so much. That's very kind of you. We all five said anything is fine. Was this Martina lady Polish and as beautiful as our Martina friend that is going to marry a great friend that pays a lot of money for church taxes? She was Martina with an I, I believe, and future Mrs. of our good friend who pays a lot of church taxes. She's written with a Y. Probably as lovely as her, I would presume. Yeah, yeah. Anyways, uh, 
this Martina left and then she came back with the food and a little water and she was super friendly and all we said was thank you so much this is very Canadian of you and she just laughed and said yeah we that's how we are so in that matter really cool thank you Toronto Pearson Airport Administration for that and not thank you, Air Canada. <laughs> uh, okay, well, I think Air Canada is not going to sponsor this podcast anymore. Not even that we tried, but we yeah. wouldn't like you, Air Canada, to sponsor this podcast. <laughs> and this is not going to get deleted from the podcast. Air Canada, you can tabaknak yourself. <laughs> uh, I want to yeah. ask you, uh, is this the first time that you consume anything from Tim Hortons? Yeah, it's the first time I've ever been to Canada, actually. Well, I didn't legally enter the country, and it's also the first time that I consume anything. Oh, oh I entered Canada legally as well, back in my past. No, no, really. That's just a joke. <laughs> like, just like you just did. That, That's another story. <laughs> no, just like you just did. When I was there in Vancouver, going to Mexico, I just got put in this fish tank, waiting for the flight because I came from China, and go wait for the flight to Mexico City. So we couldn't even get into the terminal. Well, that's another story. Um, I want to tell you about Tim Hurtons. Tim Hurtons, he used to be an amazing hockey player. Okay. Started his little coffee shop that now is like the Canadian Starbucks. I remember this from all days, about 10, 12 years ago, when I was living in Vancouver. Going to work at 5, 6 in the morning, doing the odd job, you know. And every time you go to Tim Hurtons, you don't ask for an Americano or a flat white. What you get is a double-double. A double-double. Double sugar and double milk and a double shot. <laughs> That's what you, if you're Canadian, that's what you are, order Tim Hortons. But then it should be called Double Double Double. Ah, yes, mate. Yeah, well, Canadians are very renowned for being very, very polite, not smart. If I could go to this place, I would ask for a Double 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 and see what happens. You'll probably freak them all out and they get the whole team, or new Canadians, most likely Indians, Vietnamese and all that, behind the counter being like, Double Double Double, no, no, cannot compute, cannot compute and everything will explode. <laughs> yeah, yeah, probably, probably. You know what the sad part about the beautiful Tim Hortons and his story? A very big company in the U.S. with a lot of money bought him out. Really? It's not the same. You get a double-double and they just give you a half-half. Uh, but they charge you triple-triple. Yeah, yeah, okay. So uh -huh. it's, it's, it's not for the people that don't know math. But you go for a double-double, they give you a half-half, they charge you triple-triple. Exactly. It's theft, mate. Theft in broad light. Oh, you know what? There is actually somebody at the customer service now. Um, can you do me a favor? And yeah. Instead of doing it later, do it right now and ask for some Canadian lobster or crab legs from Vancouver. Um, um, I'm just going to ask if we can get any food vouchers or at least something from the grocery store or whatever. Uh, do you want the COVID Life to sponsor you some food? I just get you an Uber Eats from the COVID Lives account. Don't really have any money just yet. But if you guys would like to donate to Daniel's being stuck in Toronto Pearson International Airport, send us an Instagram message and I'll phone the bill and then you guys can pay me back. Exactly. Yeah, that, that, that would be really cool. It's really fucked up here, man. There, there's one burger joint that's open, one store and the duty free. I'll tell you what, Daniel, because I know that our listeners will have a good heart. You go to that burger joint, you order whatever you want, and I will transfer your money straight away. And I'm going to take that hit on my pocket because I know in the next few days when the podcast comes out, people will be like, fucking I, we've got to help and we'll get it sorted. 
How about that, right? So don't scatamite. Yeah, just that, get what you need. That sounds good. And get some beers that duty free. And then send me yeah, the bill. People are good. People, I believe in good people. So Me too. And send me the bill. Sounds- I'll front it. Put it up on the Instagram channel. And then we'll see if um, the people are listening to us really want to help. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's a good idea. But anyways, yeah, I'm walking around the airport and it's empty. And there's one cool thing. When you come down to Terminal 1 from the transit area or whatever, and from security, I guess, there's this structure with four giant metal semi-round things going up. Totems? If you walk through it, it sounds really cool. And I don't know, can you hear that? That's called echo. Exactly. Can you do a quack? What's quack? Apparently, a dog squack does an echo. So can Uh, you go quack, quack? Quack, 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 quack. Do quack. Quack, quack, but a dog's quack doesn't echo, and no one knows why. Quack, 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 quack. No, but quack is more <laughs> like if you were a dog, like quack, 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 like. <laughs> it's like what? Put yourself in a dog position. The, the, the like, security quack, guys quack. are looking at me like they're going to arrest me. Oh, no, me. honestly, mate, honest, honest. <laughs> yeah, and then ask the security guys, does a dog's quack echo? On oh, fucking, you're going to blow their mind, mate. They just finished high school, probably, if you're lucky. <laughs> And, and now I'm, I'm out again, and then I can walk in on the side, and actually on the side, it's cooler. Quack, Mate, quack. I can hear it. It's awesome, isn't it? Uh, you sound like Darth Vader. <laughs> yeah, kind of. Luke, I am your father. Hi, Daniel, but um, that's probably enough about you being in Toronto. It's more important. You're going to get to Germany in about eight hours. Yeah. To Frankfurt, going to take the it's uh, get to Augsburg. And then you're going to see you, you meet it. Oh, mate. Uh, that's correct, yeah. So you, you must be very excited, eh? Yeah, I am. It's been two months since uh, we said goodbye at Cancun Airport. So yeah, I'm, I'm excited. So as soon as you get there and you come in with a bottle of champagne and you try to get the cork out, of the champagne, just gonna explode and probably break, break the bottle, isn't it? Like that coach is gonna fucking explode the whole bottle. Um, I'm not gonna answer to those questions, Eugene, and I'm gonna change the subject. Well, you're not uh, gonna come back with a bottle of champagne. <laughs> no, I'm not coming back with a bottle of champagne, man. Oh, well, she's gonna hear this on the podcast, but she's gonna hear it after she realizes. She realized before yeah. that she didn't get the bottle of champagne. So, exactly. That, that's absolutely correct. <laughs> but but uh, who wants a bottle of champagne when she can have this? <laughs> I, I don't know what you mean by this because no one can see you. So. I, I mean myself. <laughs> <laughs> on the screen, on display here at the airport, there's exactly four international flights from Toronto Terminal 1. Can you just repeat the countries, the cities that these flights are going to, but with the local accent of the name of the city? Uh, yeah. So at 8 something a.m., which already left, it was Ciudad de Mexico. Then at 4.45 p.m., that's my flight, it's Frankfurt am Main. Uh, then at 8.35 p.m., there is London Heathrow. And at 10.15 p.m., there is uh, Warszawa. In Poland. Yeah. Oh, so probably Martina will be in that flight. Uh, maybe, maybe, yeah. And the security officer. How, how do you know he was a security guy? Oh, because I talked to him. I, he, he looked like he knew something, like he had a bad. But he was probably the pilot. 
that's probably like co-pilots just flying out. No, 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 no. He was just walking around, but he had a badge, so I figured he works here or knows something. And actually, he told me that he wanted to fly to Poland this summer, and that he will probably fly with Lot because Air Canada doesn't fly at the moment. Do you have anything to say to Air Canada? Politely, in French. Oui, euh, je suis content que que je peux euh, rentrer en Allemagne avec Air Canada. Euh, je vous remercie pour ça, mais je suis un peu pff, oui déçu, je, je dirais. Parce que on n'a pas eu le service que qu'on devrait avoir, c'est ce que je pense. Mais mais c'est c'est comme ça. Hier, quand ils ont dit qu'ils allaient nous donner à manger, ils ont pas fait. Ils nous ont laissé seuls. Je suis pas content avec ça. Manger, manger, yes. If there's no manger, I get very angry. Basically, yeah. Now uh, I'm I'm thankful that they're that I'm actually going back and it's working out and stuff. But yesterday when they told us they would give us food and some mattresses to sleep on and blah blah blah, and then they just disappeared. That wasn't nice of them. That was not very Canadian. I got another question for you, man. I got a few direct messages from South Africa, yeah. New Zealand, Australia, and here's Singapore about our last episode. And they they ask who is El Conquistador? We love this guy's voice. Yeah. I, I haven't been able to reply to that, mate. As I said on the podcast, he has a beautiful voice. Said some smart things, actually. Mostly compared to you, he said some smart things. I'm not a smart guy. I'm a good-looking guy. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. There's there's two types, right? Smart and good-looking, and you're the second one. Exactly. I edited the podcast and I look good. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, no, um, I'm I'm happy people liked him. I hope they also like our other guests. We are always gonna have some very interesting people. Keep posted, stay tuned, and you'll see what happens. You'll be happy to. Do you want to tell all our audience why we're having this podcast in Toronto Pearson and not on a Saturday as always? It's not because of the champagne bottle? It's not because of the champagne bottle. It's because I don't know the exact time that I'm arriving in Augsburg. And I feel like this is a quite special place to be recording and a special situation that goes very well with the name The COVID Life. Because this is really traveling in COVID times, and it's really, really weird, man. I think that um, we should give our listeners now, we're talking about this for you lost in Toronto. So for the first three Instagram direct messages that we get to the COVID Life account, we will send you whatever you are in the world, a hat or a shirt. You just need to tell us what you like most about our podcast. What do you think, Daniel? Is that a good idea? That sounds good. That sounds very good. Excellent. Hi, my friend. This time, unfortunately, soon has just told me I got five minutes left. So. <laughs> By the way, all the planes, that's another thing that's really weird. I mean, it's really cool because it's like business class for, for poor people. But oh, you're flying business, you can't. No, but you always have one seat free next to you. So it was basically like business class for poor. Well, then you move to business. It's not that they can charge anyone else to sit there. Actually, you're going to be surprised, but the flight from Mexico City to Toronto was full. No, I'm not surprised. There's a lot of apples that need to be picked up. Like, they, they fly at half capacity, but the plane was full. 
Yeah, so there was no way to get an upgrade. And since we haven't gotten any sponsors yet, I don't have the resources to upgrade to business class. If you guys ever want real Mexican sauces, spicy real habanero, look no further. Go to nicolasalewambada.com and get your proper habanero. You're going to get a sauce. It will be expired, but it will be good. Expired spicy sauce. I, I, wait, I don't think that guy has his webpage. I'm really sorry for this, Eugene. Guys, thank you very much. It was great. I'll leave it to Daniel. Guys, thank you so much for listening. Uh, greetings from the Toronto Pearson International Airport. Terminal 1, walking around like Tom Hanks. <laughs> <laughs>